Uh, we're in the studio with the young woman who um, sold out shows in like five minutes. You know what I mean? Is is hitting the road uh, with one of the most, um, I guess, right now, one of the biggest names in the world. The weekend. We've got Halsey in the building. Give her a round of applause, ladies and gentlemen, please. So what up, girl? Hey, what's going on? I'm I, happy to be back in New York. I think that um, you know what I mean. You you sit in that chair there, and you and you bring in everything that's happening. Being around the, the world famous Z100, and being a part of the you know the the legacy at this station, growing up and, and listening. What what does it mean for you to know that now you're in this building for a reason that is so true to who you are? We're well, celebrating you. You know, it's like I was sitting in I was sitting in the chair, and it was like I was talking about how I was about to sign this record deal. Yeah. You know, and I was thinking to myself. This is going to be the the craziest next few years of my life, and I'm I'm doing all of this because I can't wait to visit Z100. You're, that's I think, no way. That's the end. No, I'm totally I'm totally <laughs> messing with you. That's not it at all. I just want to make you feel good. Um, yeah, no, I'm totally kidding. Um, it is just incredibly exciting. I grew up on this station. Seriously, like my aunts, my uncles, my cousins, my grandmother—like they're all sitting at home, like really excited that I'm yeah. here. They saw my tweet. They're all texting me, you know, because my grandma's on my Twitter, which is something I can only say in 2015. Um, but you know, I was joking around before that it means so much because of how relevant it was in the upbringing of myself and my friends and my family. Yeah. Like, you know, Z100 was where we got all our news, all our pop culture news, all our music. You know, Z100 was the soundtrack to so many monumental parts of my life because it was what was on the radio. Yeah. You know, being in the car with, you know, someone that I had a crush on or driving home from, you know, someone's prom or driving home from even things like a funeral, like driving yeah. home from like really monumental moments of my life. And it was always Z100 playing in the background because it was just the homeostasis of when you live in New Jersey and New York. It's just always playing. It's so. what it is. But yeah. the thing that's really awesome to me is that we're here and we're hanging out and, and getting to know you. Did yeah. you ever imagine or think or, uh, you know, aspire? I, I would I would imagine, yes, aspire. But I mean, what does it mean for you to be to be here to, you know what I mean? We're, we're talking your music, your yeah, career, absolutely. your uh, what you're bringing to the world now. Well, the thing for me, though, is that that homeostasis that existed for me, you know, had such an impact on me that I'm still thinking about it, so talking to you about it right now. And the, the one thing that becomes bizarre is that I'm a part of someone else's homeostasis. Yeah. Yeah. Someone else is now going through all those monumental moments of their life, all these coming of age experiences, and I'm the soundtrack. Yeah, and, and that is insane that's what to me. Does that register yeah. for you? Like, how cool must mm, that be, or how um, rewarding must it be to know that your your words, your stories are yeah. putting people in you know amazing spaces? They're they're thinking and they're they're connecting to you. It's, it's crazy. You know, a lot of people say like, oh, you know, have all this stuff going on, you have all this attention, you all this whatever. Like, how do you how do you stay level headed with you know knowing that you're important mm-hmm. to people and you know i think that people initially think that being an artist is a really egocentric career yeah. and a really arrogant career you know they think that that a lot of artists think the whole world revolves around them the whole universe revolves around them and sometimes it can feel that way when you wake up and 40 people need your approval on something and you yeah. know you do a mean grade you do a show whatever you know and you know it's hard because like, sometimes it can feel like your universe revolves around you but the thing for me is that it's the exact opposite you know my world doesn't revolve around me Everything that I do is for is for other people, is for you know my fans, is for the people who listen to me, the people who care about me, the people on my team, the people in my family, the, my future family. Like yeah. you know, everything that I do is about that. For for me, what it means to exist like that for other for other people, for listeners, for kids is like. You think an artist thinks the whole world revolves around you them, the whole universe the, the, revolves yeah, around the, them. You're but, untouchable, but the but exact for me, opposite. 
I don't think the universe revolves around me. I think that without those kids, I have no universe. I have nothing. I don't have a universe. You know, they give me the ability to do what I do every day. And it was honestly a really liberating thing to discover that epiphany because it meant that I was that for another artist one yeah. day. You know, my favorite artist, it meant like, I, I see how grateful I am to them and I see how much it means to me and how much I really, really take in everything they say and everything they love and everything they do. And it makes everything that I did validated. Everything I did for my favorite artist growing up, I was like, that meant something that, to them because yes. what they're doing means something to me. So it's like, you know, this this vicious cycle of goodness. And that's why when we sit here and uh, and before we cracked the mic, we were joking a bit about how you were freaking out because you didn't think that fans can get a hold of your, your concert tickets. But when you come to realize that it was because they were gone. Like, yeah. There's a reason for that. You know, do you sure. feel like there's a certain, um, you got to live up to a certain expectation? Is there a little bit of pressure that comes with that? Or yeah, are you mean, just ready to let loose and be yourself? Dude, the craziest thing in the world for me right now is reading all these articles every day that are like, Halsey, you know, the next big pop star, the next big star, the next big star, the yeah. next big star. And it's like, you guys are all calling me that before I get the chance to be that. Yeah. So what are you going to do? Are you going to burn everyone out on me? You know, it's this fear that like if everyone's saying, you know, oh, she's going to be massive. She's going to be a star. She's going to be this pop star. It's like, give me the chance to prove myself yeah. first, because then once I get there, it's not going to mean anything to anyone. Yeah. Because you've been saying that for so long. And it's like, where is there to go after that? Where is it to go after she's going to be massive, she's going to be massive, she's going to be massive? Okay, well, if you think that, thank you. Maybe let's talk about why instead of just saying it over and over and over again because I want people to get to know me for who I am and not get to know me as a clickbait. Yeah. You know, because if people who've never heard of me before keep seeing all these headlines, the only thing they know about me is that everyone thinks I'm going to be huge. Yeah, for sure. And that's great, but then what do they know about me? Nothing. Nothing. And you know, maybe that sounds arrogant and I wish I could look you no, in the eyes and say that I really think I'm going to be the next big thing yeah. because I think I'm a very small thing um, and I'm happy to be that. Well, how confident are you that you know that you're going to be able to reach those goals and you're going to be able to accomplish those goals that you set for yourself? Not necessarily that everyone else is setting for you, but how confident are you knowing that you're going to go out every night, yeah. give 150% of Halsey to the fans and you're going to hit that home run every time? How you know solidified are you in that feeling? I think the difference between an artist and a performer is that this isn't a game for me. Like, I'm not trying to win. Yeah. Like, when you're an artist, it's a battle. You're trying to stay alive. You're not trying to win. You're trying to stay alive. And that's what this is for me. It's like, I'm not setting goals for myself that are, like, are goals for winning, goals yeah. for triumph. Yeah. I'm setting goals for myself that are goals for staying sane, you know, keeping myself alive through through the therapy that is what I do and, you know, the need to do that. So, you know, if I can keep winning those battles and, and, and staying alive and if this as a reality to me maintains that I'm doing it because I need to and yeah. not because I want to get something that's, out of it. You that's know? the win. That's the, yeah, yeah, exactly. And you know, it's staying alive is a win for me and you know, <laughs> artist, artist therapy and like I, you know, it's funny to me, I, I meet kids all the time who come to my being greets and they're shaking and they're crying yeah. and they're like, you have no idea how nervous I am to meet you, Halsey. And I look at them and I'm like, yes, I do. <laughs> because I'm terrified to meet yeah, you right yeah, now. For sure. I have 30 seconds to prove to you that I am just as cool as you think, as you I, think am. I am. Yeah. Or you're going to walk away disappointed and that's going to break my heart. So yeah, I am just as nervous <laughs> as you are. And they go, no, 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 you don't understand. I picked out an outfit today. I've been looking forward to this all day. And I go, me too. Oh, so did I. I sat in a yeah. makeup chair for an hour because of how badly I wanted to look good in this picture. Like, you're like, I picked out an outfit. I sat in a makeup chair for an hour because I wanted to look good in your selfie. I had to like, approve the selfie. Yeah, I'm like, telling somebody, let me get a look at the lighting first. Exactly. Yeah. And so it's so funny because you know, these kids are like, you don't understand. And, I'm, and I want to I shake them. And I want to yeah. go... You have no idea how much I really well, do you know, understand. It's that, um, you know, uh, it's it's you being you. It's it's that openness. It's that humility.
humility maybe the word is that you're just so candidly who you are that I think is why someone you know and, and fans are so uh, you know drawn to what it is that you're well, saying you. and that you're you know you're you're sharing yourself and that's got to be an amazing uh, amount of vulnerability it is vulnerability but it's also it's cool because it's acceptance you know yep. what I mean I came from like I'm an overshare I've always been an overshare I was that kid yeah. at the party that would say something and everyone around me would be like oh like TMI like none of us need to know that about you like <laughs> or, you know I would talk, like I would get way too deep with like guys I'm trying to date or like girls I'm talking yeah. to and it's like I'm getting way way too deep and they're like uh, I just uh, wanted to ask you for a red solo cup exactly exactly <laughs> and I'm like you know, I've always been that person but it stems from a place of insecurity yeah it comes from this place where if I give them everything hopefully they'll like something something for sure you know and, and that, that stems from a place of insecurity and what I did was I took that insecurity and I turned it into something that drives my confidence now you yeah. know what I mean that's my now I give you everything because I own it you can't judge me for anything you can't call me out for anything you can't hold anything against me because I gave it to you yep. I put it out there like that's my whole thing is you know we live, in a, we live in an era where celebrities are consistently chastised you know what I mean for what they do and for me you know I'm sitting in you know meetings and you're an artist you have a publicity team you have whatever and All someone that. says to me what would you do if naked photos of you leaked and I'd be like laugh you know what I mean it, what my fan base no one in my fan base no one who is a true supporter like and part of my core yeah. and is really part of this collective no one would have had an eyelash at that yeah. they would be like All right. okay yeah. cool like this is who she is you know she embraces her sexuality she, she has an incredible amount of body autonomy she loves herself she loves this obviously you know she was she was feeling herself that day she like whatever <laughs> like and they would all just be like cool now we know and a lot of them would probably be super respectful in the sense of don't share this respect yeah. her because my album leaked two weeks early yeah, so how did that feel I mean to know that there was such a therapeutic <laughs> moment for you to create this album and then it's like oh by the way um, it's gonna be like this um, like you said earlier the premature baby yeah you know I mean? like, <laughs> well it's terrifying because I mean I, I'm an overachiever so my debut record was a concept album yeah. which you know naturally made everyone go oh my god what are you doing like why would you do that something so in depth and so complex but you know I'm someone who writes from a place of consistency I love complete storylines yeah. and the thing is is my record leaks two weeks early and the only reason I panicked was because it's a concept record and it's meant to be digested as a whole um, but what it did was actually it actually turned into a positive experience in two ways the first way being that yes it's a concept record and it's meant to be you know digested as a whole but as a lover of pop music and someone who writes from a pop sensibility yeah. knowing that the songs could be appreciated singularly yeah. individually made them all the more gratifying for me yeah. as a songwriter yes. you know what I mean from a scientific perspective like cool this is a concept record and that's great but they, st- they, stand, they stand up for out. themselves each, on their each own each chapter is, exactly. is you know, a chapter that but you can the, indulge in the second thing that was so incredible about it that goes back to this whole idea of like you know if I ever had like naked pictures leak or had something, something awful come out yeah. like, you know something you know happen like that bucket like Bieber yeah um <laughs> It's like, I had a, my wig came off on stage in front of 20,000 people, yeah. and I was like, well, this happened. Yeah, yeah. You know, the thing about my album making is, so my fans have so much respect for me, I think, because of how, how much I give to them. Yeah. They feel like they know me, so yeah. they respect me because of that. So I had kids emailing my record company, tweeting my record company, being like, here's a link, take this down, we yeah. got her. Like, my little army, like, yeah. online, they were like, oh, get that down. Like, <laughs> she some, wants us to wait, we're going to wait. It was crazy. And then, you know, so many kids tweeting me the day it came out going, I'm glad I waited. Yeah. And so many kids who didn't wait going, I didn't wait, but I bought it anyway. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's that's even better. I don't care if you didn't wait. I don't care if you don't buy my music. I don't care if you stream it. I don't care if you download it illegally. If you're consuming it, that's good. That's what it's for. You know what I mean? Like, at the end of the day, like, I will find a way to to, to earn my bread and butter. Yeah. And I will find a way to, you know, keep food on my table, my very small table of one, because I'm 20 and I'm not married and I have a bunch of kids and I'm talking like a businessman. But, you know, um, I will, I'll find a way to earn my bread and butter and keep food on that table. If you're consuming my art, again, that, that's keeping me 
me that's alive. That's keeping you alive. That's and that's all alive. that I that's all that I need. And they know that. Yeah. They know that because I I am honest with them. And, and it, it, you know, from a social media perspective, it's like it's so so many artists can be so promo-y. Yeah. Like you know, like thanks for being yeah. my fan. Here's my album. Here's exactly. my link. Buy this. Yeah. Do this. Check it out. Yeah. I'm so open with them and so honest with them that if I ever drop a link to something that's like, hey, here's my album. Maybe buy it. Here's my tour. Maybe come to it. They know me so well and they know that I would never market anything to them or never try to air yeah. quotes sell them yep. something that I didn't really believe in and really want them to experience. So when I post something, they're not like, oh, this is BS. It's just some promo kind of, BS. Like you said, it's, it's clickbait. Exactly. Of some sort. Yeah. They see that and they go, wow, she must really believe in this yeah. if she's encouraging us to come check this out. That's and that's awesome. So, yeah. I mean, that's that's you know, that's what you do it for. And and it's so cool that you have a clear, you know, vision about that. And you have such a stronghold on that moment and then that idea of where you want your career to go and, yeah. and establish that foundation because so many people don't take the time to really understand and yeah. um, that's the beginning of what's going to be a lengthy career and, and that, that's so. why again going back to it that's why you know ticket sales were done in five minutes that's why the weekend is like yo this is someone who i want to rock with that's why made in america music festival is like yeah. she's going to be on stage in one of the biggest stages you know in the world at this point in time so i mean that's that's a testament to who you are and that's just that's how i feel so um well i i appreciate that it, it so just it much. makes so much sense you know and it's, it's sometimes i sit here and i wonder like how come people don't think about that yeah. kind of stuff you know what i mean you know i wonder the same thing too but i think i always say that artists are like a strange breed of human being you yeah, know um i have a line in one of my songs on the album there's like a deep cut track on the album it's one of my favorites it's called gasoline and the lyric is do you tear yourself apart to entertain like me and it's a really self-reflective lyric. You know, it's this idea of, like, do you pick yourself apart? Like, almost from a point of self-deprecation for the purpose of entertaining. Yeah. And it's, you know, being an, an artist almost comes from the sense of martyrship. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Where you will bite the bullet and, for you know, you'll be burned of... at the stake for the sake yeah. of, you know, because someone has to. Yeah. Yeah. Someone has to. So every time, like, you know, I say something and some kids tear me apart online and they're like, oh, like, blah, 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 like... You shouldn't say that, or you should say this, or you shouldn't do that. It's like, I will take this heat because I need, yeah. you know, I need to do this because someone freaking has to, you know what I mean? But, you know, I, I do say it, I do think, like, why don't people think that way? But it's because that's an artist's brain. Yeah. You know, like, some people have artist brains, and it's alienating. It's terrifying. Like, I have, like, friends. That was a joke. I don't have any friends. <laughs> um, I don't know where that sentence was going. I was going to say, I don't have friends. <laughs> Well, Forty and Slow there. I said I have friends. <laughs> Not nope. Really. Uh, well, I'll I don't. Say you have so you you may think that, but the thing is, is that your your supporters, your fans, yeah. uh, you know. We are, are friends of yours because, again, just going back to everything that we – and I want to say the fundamental part of this interview is just that you are who you are. So whether or not you feel or you believe that you could call on any one of us, I'm sure if you picked up that phone, sent a text message or an emoji to anybody, we would be the first ones to send you one right back. Might be an alien face. Might be the poop emoji. I don't know, but we're going to respond just because you are who you are, and that's all that really matters, dude. Seriously. You're being too nice to me. Nah, I'm just keeping it real. I'm just keeping it real. I I'm just glad. No other, there's there, no other way to do it. Um, I'm just glad no one can see me blush on the radio. <laughs> but we have the video cameras in the studio. <laughs> no. mm-hmm. We got some questions from some fans, actually. All oh, right? my gosh. Uh, yeah, this is pretty cool. Uh, this comes from at Move for Music off of Twitter. Tweeted in the question. Um, this is a, a pretty good one. What are your tour necessities? You're getting ready to hit the Ooh. road. 
let's see. Top need, three. What do you got? My top three. I need a good leather jacket because okay. I wear one on stage almost every night. I need my rider, like my tour rider. Yeah, or is it like separated by like, you know what I mean? Certain amount of water can only be 35 degrees. You have to drink it with the... Oh my God, what? Know. Is no, there like... Are there, what are the specifics not. on the rider? My rider's like gummy bears <laughs> and chocolate milk and liquor. Like that's... My rider is literally liquor, gummy bears, and chocolate milk and that's... Boom. It. Done. I mean... And a fresh clean towel. Oh, you know what? Sometimes I ask venues to put a... To give me a lighter because I lose mine all the time. Oh, which is sick though because that means every day I get a new lighter and I start collecting them. I'm like, this one's pink, this one's blue, this one's... Some of them have like logos on them. Like we'll be in Chicago, I'll get like a Cubs lighter. I'm like, this is yeah. sick. All right, so that's a cool. good way it's to like, stock so up the, like, yeah, uh, the yeah. collection. All right. I think the only other thing that I ever need on tour is... I think I think my crew. Yeah. I'm like... I, I, I think I like to think I'm a really introverted person and I definitely don't like being around so many people. But sure. I, I definitely am very codependent in the sense that I need a few people around me. Usually because I just need people to validate my... Yeah. like. To laugh at your jokes. Yeah, and like just, no, yeah, not val- no, I mean like validate my, my concerns. Like sometimes oh, you're, okay. sometimes you're in a moment it, being an artist, like especially when things are happening so quickly. Sometimes you're in a moment where you're like. Oh my god, I'm freaking out. Yeah. I haven't slept in three days. I've been in four different time zones. I went to London, Hawaii, and then New York, and now I can't sleep, and I'm, I don't know what to do. And I was just there, there with you. I just met my you know hero a couple months ago at the <laughs> awards for this, and I'm only 20, and I don't know what I'm doing. And sometimes I need someone to look at me and go, "You should be freaking out. Yeah. This is insane. You're yeah. not crazy. No. Things are just insane for you right now. So calm the hell down. <laughs> drink some chocolate milk. Eat some gummy bears. It's gonna be okay. And, and click your Cubs lighter. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. This comes from Arturo. He texted in the question from area code three one zero. Do you keep uh, the water running when you brush your teeth? Random. Oh, he's trying to trap me. He's this this dude's trying to trap me. I'll tell you right right now why. Okay. His area code is three one zero. Yeah. That means he lives in California. He wants to see if I leave the water running when I brush my teeth because there's a drought in California and he's trying to make people yell at me. You're a jerk, dude. You're a jerk. You are a jerk. No, I don't keep the water running when I brush my teeth. Yes, I absolutely do. I'm lying. This is from at Bailey Boo forty five on Twitter. Is there a song that that you listen to or that you've heard that you wish you have written but you didn't? Oh yeah, absolutely. There's tons, uh, tons of songs on old, brand new records. Like okay. Jesse Lacey's an incredible lyricist. It's kind of like an obscure reference, but one that I really, really like. Let's see. Also, there's a song on my record. I write all my own music, yeah. and I stand by that. You know what I mean? That's yeah, like one of time. my things. Uh, I write all my own lyrics, and you know, there's one song on the record that I have no publishing on that I did not write a word on. Oh wow! And it's a cover of "I Walk the Line" by Johnny Cash. Oh wow! And. I heard that song and he he sings it from a really happy perspective in the sense of he's with someone that keeps him in track yeah. and like he's he's really happy he's a really loving perspective and when I heard the song you know what it meant to me was being so in love with someone that they're almost keeping you trapped somewhere you know there's a lyric you've got a way to keep me on your side you give me cause for love uh-huh. that I can't hide and he's singing it in a happy way like you know you've got a way to keep me on your yeah. side yes. and I'm like you've got a way to keep me on your side like you keep me trapped here so as a songwriter I have so much respect for him for writing a song from a happy perspective that meant something different to me because yeah. that's the best kind of song yeah. it's a song that is interpreted differently by every listener and so I heard that and I was like you know what I'm going to sing this my way from, yes, from you know um, what this means to me. And, to me so we did it like really dark and emo dude yeah. no that is so <laughs> solid oh my gosh you gave me chills uh, this is the last one from at Bonafide Fresh on Twitter and he wants to know who would you be surprised to find out is a Halsey fan Kanye West 
Wow. I'll, yep. Bye. Done. I'm done. I'm quitting. Would you vote for everything. him in 2020? I want to run as his VP. <laughs> My God. I want to run as his VP. I sat two rows behind him at the VMAs and had to literally sit on my hands so that I wouldn't like raise my hand and be like, um, Mr. West, um, I love you. Hello. <laughs> um, you know, like, I mean, massive, massive inspiration. One of the craziest artists in the world. And one of the things I love about him so much is that he is one of the most polarizing artists in the world. One thing about Kanye West is you either love him or, or you hate him. hate him. There is no in-between. And sometimes I kind of feel like that. Yeah. And if he's doing okay, then maybe I will. Well, I'm pretty sure you're going to be feeling <laughs> all right. Despite the fact that the world got their hands on the album a little bit early, uh, it's a collection of your stories that are so true to who you are. And getting to know you and seeing that there is no fake in it. There couldn't be any fake in it. Otherwise, you would be one of the greatest actresses on the face of the planet. I mean, that is so effing rad, dude, that that's happening. So congratulations on that. And then Thank you. hitting the road, going to, doing the London, then coming back, you know, your own tour, and, you know, four months on the road with the weekend. All this is happening for an amazing reason. That's because you deserve it at this point in time in your life. So take wow. it and have some fun with it, dude. Thank you very, Seriously, very much. Seriously, I mean it the most, man. Halsey hanging out in studio. Ladies and gentlemen, she is a true doll.